Welcome everybody, all of our FNers. It is Funeral Nation episode number five. I am Ryan Thogmartin. That guy you see behind the cigar smoke is Jeff, the Funeral Commander Harbison. Jeff, episode four launched last week. What I, I think it was our best episode to date. Jam-packed, amazing content in a short 18-minute period. And we have to point out that you and I knew the conversation at the convention. The buzz around Funeral Nation was huge. But we heard Christine Pepper say that Funeral Nation was the buzz of the convention. Amazing stuff. Um, you know, the, it's not for our own personal good that we're excited. It's because we are making a change and, and bringing to light the positive that's happening in the funeral profession. So that is the goal. That is our mission and we're well on our way to achieving that. So, Jeff, why don't you give our peeps a rundown of what they can ex expect on episode number five? We're excited. I have to tell you that we're starting to average now over 8,000 people in over Huge. 30 different countries watching this show. Huge. So, from all over the world, welcome. Thank you for supporting us. And uh, we're going to have a great effing show for you today. In the next 20 minutes, we're going to have a little news. Our guest is going to be a guy named Nick Astorino, who is a passionate funeral director and bomber and uh, he's going to give us some views i think we need to chat about uh our funeral director spotlight segment we're going to announce how f and community is going to come together and support one of our own for a good cause and of course we're going to have wtf with all the trimmings in our show jeff this week uh for our new segment we we've opted to go from the classic just news article that we want to discuss and look at something that's Hits home for a lot, a lot of us. Uh, far more tragic, and and that's we want to bring to light two funeral directors that were murdered in the month of October. Um, and you know, our our, our entire FN community, um, you know, grieves alongside the friends and family of these two funeral directors. But Abdullah Ali. Whitaker, owner of Whitaker Mortuary Services in North Carolina, was shot to death on October 13th. And Kenneth Robertson, owner of Kenneth I. Robertson Funeral Home in Mississippi, was found dead of homicide October 26th in his home. And, there, and Jeff, in our in our you know funeral director circles, there wasn't a lot of light shed on these two incident incidences. So we we want to make sure that. We're acknowledging um, these funeral professionals and, and giving our condolences to the friends and family uh, of these two funeral professionals. That's right. You know, it's, it's a sad commentary on what's going on in our uh, nation, but it's also something when we have to take care of our own. And right. uh, our hearts are out to those families and dear friends and folks, associates that they work with. Um, our new segment today was brought to you by DNA Memorial, which after person's cremated, the DNA is destroyed. DNA Memorial keeps DNA alive after death with no blood draw. Visit them at dnamemorial.com. I'm excited to introduce to our guest today, Nick Astorino, who's a funeral director and bomber instructor. Um, he's well known for his opinions, which we're going to get some, I'm sure, and some wit, especially on, I'm going to give a shout out to the Embalmers Who Care group. Nick, great to have you with us, and I really enjoy having frequent conversation with you on a myriad of different funeral subjects. So how about introduce yourself to the Funeral Nation and tell us a bit about your work. 
Hey, Ryan. Hey, Jeff. Good to see you again. Uh, I had fun with you in Indy last week. Uh, my name is Dominic Astorino. I'm a, a managing director at a place called Wujet Calcutta here in the suburbs of Detroit. We're a fourth generation family owned, very high volume firm. And uh, aside from that, I teach both semesters of restorative art at Vincent University in Detroit and then dabble in a few other things here and there. But that, that's the basic gist of who I am. Excellent, Nick. Thanks for being on the show. Hey, we're just returning from NFDA, and there's been some chatter uh, in, in a lot of Facebook groups and, and just in the industry as a whole, and we've been following up from NFDA, that there wasn't enough embalming-related seminars and classes. Uh, right. What's your take on, on why, given that's your field? I mean, why is a great question. The the numbers don't lie. And I think I was even a part of those, one of those discussions where 7% of the seminars were devoted to embalming. And I mean, I think it's because the the leadership, the ownership across the country, they, they're starting to lose the value. They don't see the value in what we do anymore either. Mm. And as, as that continues to grow, as that apathy towards what we do continues to grow, I think you're going to see maybe next year there's going to be five or six percent of those seminars devoted until eventually it's you know it's going to be a lost art. Interesting, and you know unquestionably the presentation and embalming of deceased is a basic tenet of our funeral service. Mm -hmm. However, as you said, the funeral consumer market is moving away. What are your thoughts or suggestions or ideas of how funeral directors and owners may enlighten families and strongly kind of get back to the basics of considering viewings? That's, that's a fantastic question. Um, I get one start, every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with educating ourselves, guys. I mean, if, yeah. if I'm sitting with you as a family and your son suffered some trauma and Jeff, you ask me if he can be viewed and I myself don't possess that skill set to do it, I'm not going to have the confidence to tell you, okay, I'm just going to go along with the current mindset that you know, he can't be viewed. And so the problem that we have starts, I think, with with education. It starts in the mortuary schools. We have a flawed system. Therefore, we have a, a flawed educational set we're giving to the students. We have flawed undertakers when they get out of school with flawed methods. And then when push comes to shove and you are sitting across the table from a family, you're gonna give them a flawed answer. And over decades and decades and decades, those flawed answers become a reality. And I think that's, I think that's where we're at now. Okay. So you teach restorative art at uh, Wayne state. So what type of student are you seeing in the program that you're teaching with restorative art? I tell you what, it's been encouraging this year. Um, the kids, mm -hmm. I, I shouldn't call them kids cause they, they range in age. But the students have a real passion. They have a real desire to learn this stuff and to get out there and to make a difference and to help. And again, that's, if you go across the country, I don't know how programs are in other schools, but a lot of mortuary schools now, guys, they don't even have real human remains there for the, for the students to work on. If you have these classrooms of 20, 30, 40, 50 students with this passion to learn, and they have that, they wanna make a difference but you have instructors who have been a product of the flawed system for 20 or 30 years with limited knowledge. And you have schools 
with limited resources, what's the product that you're going to get? It's going to be subpar and the, the cycle just continues. So just a quick question and opinion, and I know that you're good at giving one, by the way, cheers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have opinions. <laughs> I have the truth and everybody just has to accept yeah. it. Um, do you think that to be considered a real funeral director professional, that you must be a licensed director and a trained embalmer? Oh, you guys are going to get me in trouble. <laughs> yeah, baby, that's what we're here for. Let me preface it by saying I'm in the state of Michigan. And here in Michigan, we only have one license. It's a dual license. So you don't have the option to be a funeral director or an embalmer. So the answer to your question is absolutely yes. I think you have to be both. If you go back in our history, 100 years or 80 or 90 years, all of the big names all started out as embalmers. Joseph Gawler was an embalmer before he was a successful undertaker. Frankie Campbell was an embalmer before he was a successful undertaker. And you can go at cities all around the country and see where these most successful businesses started. And they started in the prep room. They started with embalmers. Mm. And so again, we have a flawed system right now with the national board exam and how we teach just to pass the exam. And Maybe that boils over into a flawed licensing system. But in my opinion, you're, you're both. A funeral director is an embalmer. It's not one or the other. So this idea of I can just wear my suit to work every day and sit in an arrangement office and talk to a family and then go, go have lunch or go, on, go online and piss people off or go home to my family and not do any embalming, that's, that's not right. right. How about that? Now we got a little something going on here in Funeral Nation. <laughs> The world recording to Nick, he just fired a shot across the bow. Blowing up with some <laughs> Yeah, it is. Oh, man. You know how to make friends. That's why you and I are the only ones to get along with each other. That's right. Anyway, all right, Ron, you got the lightning round yeah. question. Nick, this is our favorite part of interviews. This is our, our, our lightning question, one-minute response. If you could change one thing about the funeral industry, what would it be? Wow. Um, it would be how it's molded, how it's designed, the education, how it's designed just to pass the national board exam. I've said it a hundred times just in these 10 minutes. It's a flawed system. We have students all across the country that pay $25,000, $30,000 a year to go to mortuary school. We have teachers or instructors that present themselves as experts when they're not. They're experts in teaching kids how to pass an exam. If you model your whole profession and the education of your profession towards just passing a written test, you're gonna be in the predicament that we're in right now. So how do we change it? I mean, I, I don't know, it's gonna take a lot of work. The, the test itself is flawed, the questions are mundane and outdated. The whole system is completely jacked up. So whether that starts with the administrative board, the people who write the test or administer the test, the accreditation board, I don't know, but one thing that is for sure in my mind, you can make a difference in your local mortuary schools. So if you have that passion and you think like I do, you're not going to make a lot of money. I hate to break it to you guys. You don't, you know, uh, I didn't buy this suit with, with money I made teaching at, at Wayne State. That's for sure. Well, you know what? You make Walmart, you look, you make Walmart look really good. I just want to say that. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> 
Boy, <laughs> means you're not going to make the money teaching at the mortuary school. You've got to want to be there and want to make a difference. And I think that if you put the time into it and you have the passion, eventually we're going to chip away at this and we're going to make a difference. We're going to start producing a better product out there nationwide. You know, Nick, you just express real passion, real love for our industry. And we're grateful that you came on. I'm going to elect you to be in charge. I think you should be the, the head of the board. Right, Brian? What do you think, dude? Sure. All right. Well, Nick, thank you. Thanks for spending some time with us and losing some more friends and gaining a couple more along the way. But really, I do admire you for what you do and speaking your heart, speaking your passion, because this is only coming from a stance of making things better. And we appreciate what you do out there in the field, my friend. Ryan, Jeff, I love your show. I, I was telling uh, uh, Jeff earlier, I look forward to it every week. You guys are doing a great job. Thanks a lot for having me on. And uh, cheers to new friends and new enemies from this. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Take care, buddy. Cheers. Bye. Jeff, it's shameless plug time. And the, the, the interview segment of today's show was brought to you by Disrupt Media. Just like Nick is disrupting embalming. Disrupt Media is, is disrupting the social media services for funeral homes with their four-step funeral social design process. Learn more about Disrupt Media and the funeral social design process at funeralsocial.com. Jeff, we have a very special spotlight uh, today, and we're going to be highlighting a cause that we at Funeral Nation are going to be getting behind and that we're asking all of our FNers in Funeral Nation to get behind as well. So Jeff, why don't you uh, tell us about today's Spotlight on Funeral Director? Our uh, Spotlight shines on Paul Masters, who began his career in death care more than 20 years ago as a funeral director and embalmer. He uh, quickly recognized a growing risk and liability in death care, along with the lack of support resources of those in this professional that made for a deadly combination. Not my words, good idea, Paul. So he decided to go to law school and somehow he passed. So anyway, today Paul has a unique background in both death care and law and provides his resources and counsel to other healthcare, uh, excuse me, death care professionals. He gets calls for assistance in risk management, daily operational conflicts, form and contract reviews, valuations, regulatory matters, and so on. Basically, all the exciting issues that come along with being in this industry. Paul advises several funeral home, crematory, cemetery, and trade associations across the U.S. However, the light's on him because Paul, every year, accepts donations to purchase brand-new winter coats, hats, and gloves for adults and children. Uh, LeMasters matches all the donations made, and the winter wear is distributed each December in Cincinnati, Ohio, which is his community. This year, he set a goal of over 700 coats to be distributed. So at Funeral Nation, we want to do something special and share the blessings that we have with other people. We're going to participate in asking all you effing funeral directors out there to join us in the annual LeMasters Coat Drive. Ryan, to give us details? That's right, Jeff. So Funeral Nation TV is fully behind what Paul is doing in his community, leading the way to show others how and funeral directors rally behind one of their own. Funeral Nation is going to be donating a dollar for every like we receive on our Facebook page from now through November 25th, up to $500. The cool thing here is, Jeff, that Paul is going to be matching us dollar for dollar. 
And he has agreed to match our effing community and what they want to donate dollar for dollar. So what we've done is we set up a GoFundMe page where our entire effing community can donate to the Masters Coat Drive. So if you go to GoFundMe.com forward slash Funeral Nation, you can donate there. And again, Paul is going to match dollar for dollar what you donate. So very, very, very cool. Donations must be made before November 25th, the day before Thanksgiving, because the frugal shopper that Paul is, he's going to be hitting up Black Friday sales to get the best deals on coats so they can hit their goal of 700 coats donated to his community this year. It's a big deal. We'll be posting about this on our social media channel, so make sure you're following us. But we ask that the effing nation gets behind the Lamasters coat drive and support with us. That's right. Let's show our stuff. So I guess it's that time again for what? No, let's just call it a WTF segment today. You know where we take a humorous look at something that we talked about and will on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So Ryan, we got this picture up and oh. I looked at it. I said, what the Friday is that? <laughs> what? That's right, Jeff. Uh, so, I mean, the first thing that strikes me with this photo is, you know, now accepting new patients, walk-ins, welcome. I know that, that I don't know, Jeff, is that for the funeral home? Is that for a barber? Is that for a hair salon? Is that for a doctor's office? You know, what's that for? Uh, I, I don't get it. What's, what's going on out there, Jeff? Well, you know, going back to our friends at, w, or excuse me, at uh, ESPN, come on, man. Guys out there, let's think about what we're doing, the way we're projecting ourselves. We're just giving fodder for the consumer and everybody to make fun of us. But we're going to take a laugh at ourselves. So bless y'all's heart over there at Jackson Funeral Services, wherever you are. I guess you can walk in. Maybe Zombie Nation can walk in. But otherwise, come on, man. Let's back off and not – don't be a star on WTF. That's right. Our sponsor for the uh, WTF segment is At Need Credit, which provides payment plans for every credit level. Visit atneedcredit.com for more 411. Well, it looks like this episode of five is coming to an end, and we need to start focusing on episode six, which means we add more fingers. Yeah, That's kind of a hands. big deal, right? You don't want to miss next week. We're going to have Edward Doc Cornett from Save My Inc the guys that are transposing and putting tattoo into art of deceased folks. And they're trying to, lack of a better word, cut into the funeral industry. So we're going to have this guy on. You want to have some questions for him? Send it to us. We'll also return our spotlight on a funeral director segment. As always, we'll have a fresh WTF. Well, folks, as you can tell, we're getting to the end of our show. The funeral commander's cigar is being shortened, and frankly, he's a bit loaded from his libations. So don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, watch our videos on Vimeo or our website, FuneralNation.tv. Be watching our social channels also for information on how you can support the Masters Code Drive. Remember that Paul is going to be matching every donation dollar for dollar so all of you effing peeps and friends out there, get behind this great cause. Keep sending us your thoughts, your comments via Twitter, Facebook, and our website, FuneralNation.tv. Jeff, effing peeps, until next time, why am I saluting? Until next time, have a great effing week.
I'm a leader, man. Follow me later. <laughs>